from the Mercy One Studio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 1030 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services. Good morning. Welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Father PJ with us this morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Father. How are you? Very good. We are in the second week of Easter, the blessing time of the resurrection of our Lord. Let us invite our brothers and sisters that join us at this moment to be not afraid in the name of the Father and in the Son and in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who have been renewed by Paschal remedies, transcending the likeness of our earthly parentage, may be transformed in the image of our Heavenly Maker. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. In the name of the Amen. Father, and in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Very inter- Very interesting time about this Easter season after the resurrection of our Lord. The the book of the, the Acts of the Apostles has been tell us the marvelous presence of the Lord after his resurrection. And this coming Sunday, Father, we have an amazing piece of the gospel, one of my favorites, to be honest to you, from the gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 to 35, the disciples of Emmaus, and a very interesting. However, I like to use this first part of the segment to talking about that theological virtues in connection with this transcendental piece of the gospel that is very very accurate for this current season and times in our human being life, in other words. So let us begin to say that theological virtues are the foundation of Christian moral activity. They animate it and give it a special character. They inform and give life to all the moral virtues. They are infused by God and also by the Holy Spirit, into the souls of the faithful to make them capable of acting as his children and of meriting eternal life. They are the pledge of the presence and action of the Holy Spirit in the faculties of the human being. This disposed Christian to live in a relationship with the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They have that one and triune God for their origin, motive, and object. There are three theological virtues, like I mentioned before, faith, hope, and charity. So what is your thought about faith in this theological context, Father? You know, I think I think very specifically uh, in this context, and especially in the, the Paschal context, the Easter context, in which we find ourselves, um, it's important it's important to recognize that the church calls these things virtues, not because they're moral habits in the same way that the other virtues are, that okay. these operate differently than the others, right? Okay. But because what, what these do, these are sort of habits of soul. That's mm-hmm. why they're virtues. But they're habits of soul that perfect that which we could not have on our own. So they are, if you will, the primary effect of grace in the soul. Faith perfecting the intellect, hope perfecting 
the emotions or the passions and charity perfecting the will, which is what enables us to be more than we could be uh, apart from Christ Jesus. Father, if we make connections with the Trinitarian dimension of our faith, we can connect faith at the essence present of the Father. You know, mm -hmm. this purity connection with the Eternal Father provides us more more stable relationship with God in more consistent manner versus that uh, simple devotional relationship with God, correct? Right. So, so first is faith, faith is, is the act by which we firmly adhere to the infallible testimony of someone greater than ourselves. On a human level, we have uh, faith, you might say with a small F in okay. other people, when we put trust in the, in, in, in the testimony or the witness of those whom we know and love and trust, right? Correct. But because God is the one whom we are obliged to know, love, and trust better than all others, when, when God has made himself known and made his promises known, we, we can act in accord with the presumption of, of truth on his part because of who he is. So it, it faith really establishes the relationship between us and God, and it does most perfectly Um, align or associate with God the Father. Absolutely. Father, something happened with these couple hope, disciples. Hope, hope. Go ahead. That's all right. So, so just to follow very quickly, and then we'll expound as, as we go through the gospel passage, right? Hope does a similar thing with the Son, because okay. the Son is the person of the Trinity who unites himself to our human nature, and therefore experiences the passions or the emotions in the same way that we do. We, he's especially keenly in the agony in the garden, right? Where, where, where the Lord's own passions, his desire to stay alive, seems to be competing with his, his desire to do the Father's will. They're not really competing, but it just recognizes the way in which the passions um, operate inside the human person. And hope is what perfects our passions or our emotions um, so that we can trust that God will do the things that he has said he will do. And then charity, of course, then aligns with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is what um, helps to move our will and dispose us toward the good so that we're able to do and accomplish that which we have come to know by faith and which we trust in by hope. Approaching our break, Father, we'll be very interested in the second segment from our program to make the connection with these disciples that have been experienced, if may I said, with whole respect to the Holy Scriptures, a weak, weak man, weak human right. being in testimony of the resurrection of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Father PJ, Father Fabian, be not afraid. Thank you, Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio, and be not afraid. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed, accredited, and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Learn more at dreamdirt.com, including their online auction house, FarmBid, at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services, Farm Auctions, done right. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-055 or online at caldwellparish.com. 
Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop, ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Welcome back to Be Not Afraid through Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Father PJ, question for you. So how we can help in our dioceses and our parishes in these circumstances of finance (laughs) tensions? Sure. So it's very, very important that we continue to support our parishes and the diocese through the ADA. Um, uh, even in the midst of the present crisis. I know that many of our listeners, many of us individually, even some of us priests, depending on the state of our parish, are, um, are, are, are not in the financial position that we were even just a month or two ago. Um, and so it's very, very important. If you're able to give uh, through um, uh, ACH, through, through regular online giving, that's a wonderful thing to do because it helps um, ensure, it helps the parish's budget properly and know when money is coming in, right? Um, even if you're not able to give regularly that way, uh, but giving um, giving online right now can be a way to 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 get money to the parish when they otherwise can't, right? Because of lack of collections. And most parishes have set up either a Dropbox or office hours uh, like me. during which you can drop tithe, <laughs> like you. Um, so, but but it's very very important that all of our listeners continue to support uh, our parishes and the diocese and Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Charities and all of the important works of the church here in Des Moines, because without their support, we simply don't exist. Absolutely. In the same line, we read at the beginning of this beautiful piece of the gospel related to the disciples of Emmaus, two of those of followers from our Lord Jesus Christ, walking in a very hopeless, in a very <laughs> depression scenario. So it's very Beautiful connection with this virtue of faith. How we can make this connection to provide to us in this current time faith and hope as well. You know the the, the words of the disciples. So, so the disciples, uh, Cleopas and the other unnamed disciple, whom the fathers of the church universally say is meant to evoke us. We're supposed to see ourselves in the nameless disciple. Um, are, are, are walking away from Jerusalem. And in the scriptures, right, going up to Jerusalem is drawing towards the Lord. 
walking away from Jerusalem is walking away from the Lord, right? Correct. And so, so the disciples walking away from Jerusalem after the events of the crucifixion, as you say, de- despondent, depressed, frustrated, um, and the Lord draws near, but they don't recognize him. And he says, what are you talking about? And they say, well, are you the only one who doesn't know what's happened about Jesus of Nazareth? And, and then they say, right, the things that have happened to Jesus the Nazarene, a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and the people, and how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And so so they are as frustrated and angry and, and upset as as anyone ever has been, and certainly as much as we are cooped up in our homes or out of work or with less money, that, 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 that they're right there. You know, Lord, I thought that if I got my marriage straight, you'd take care of me. Or I thought that I, I sent my kids to Catholic school, you'd take care of me. Or I thought that if I just kept my nose clean, you'd take care of me. And that didn't happen. Lord, what's happening, right? right. And, 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 and so then what the Lord does, right, is he, he scolds them sort of gently. How foolish you are. How slow of heart to believe <laughs> what the prophet spoke. Right. And then he reminds them that suffering was part of the package from the beginning. It didn't start with Jesus. He didn't invent this. This was the word that had been spoken from Moses onward, that the, that the Christ should suffer and die and rise again on the third day, and that there was something more behind our suffering than meets the eye. So these two disciples walking along the road to Emmaus didn't recognize Jesus when he first approached them. This kind of happened because their faith was weak, correct? So only right. a strong faith allows our intellects to be illuminated by the light of God's truth. Without that faith, without that intention to live the presence of God in our life, our pride causes us to be spiritual blind, and we can't see God even when He's right in front of us. What is that kind of blindness that creates us that distance between God's presence and our life as well? You know, I think the real genius of the story of the road to Emmaus is the way in which it points to the unity of the human person. We want to think of our minds and our hearts and our wills as real distinct kind of organs or th entities inside us, right? But nobody actually experiences life that way. And, right. and so what the disciples experience on the road on the way to Emmaus is much like what every one of us has experienced. We get frustrated emotionally, which makes us not think as clearly as we ought to do and then act right rashly in ways you shouldn't, or some variation thereof, right? And so what the Lord does is he comes and he first enlightens their minds and then calms, stills, and sets a fire in their hearts. And once their hearts are set back on fire in knowledge and love of him, then they're able to do and be differently than they could do and be before. Correct. So could we identify Jesus' position like a unfriendly, upset, frustrated, How we can describe this human reaction from our Savior with this? You know, I, 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 think, I think the human reaction from the Savior is that of the wise teacher, which is that he recognizes Correct. where the students are and he knows when to push and when to pull back, right? Correct. And so he knows at the very beginning when they're upset, he has to push a little bit for them to see how distraught they are. Because oftentimes when we're really upset, we don't realize how upset we are. And somebody else has to say, why is this bothering you so much, right? Absolutely. And then once he's called attention, sort of the, their emotional state, then he begins to teach them all that the law and prophets spoke concerning the Christ so that they're able to think more clearly. And once they can think clearly, then he's able to kind of reset their emotions, which is kind of culminates 
in his manifestation to them in the breaking of the bread. And when head and heart are set to rights, then they're able to do what they should have been doing from the beginning, which is not running out of town, but running headlong back to Jerusalem. Beautiful and eloquent explanation, Father PJ. Thank you for joining us this morning. So let us approach our next segment with the Trinitarian dimension about this faith, hope, and charity, and also continue reflection about this coming Sunday Gospel, the disciple of Emmaus. Iowa Catholic Radio, be not afraid. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at fredhaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Welcome back to Be Not Afraid, Father PJ, Father Fabian, through Iowa Catholic Radio. Father, beautiful connection be be before the, the segment that you said this emotional activity from our Lord is like a teacher the good master, the good shepherd. So now, what happened when they recognized Jesus at the, at the end of the day? And it happened that while he was with them at the table, he took the bread and said the blessing, broke it and gave it to them. And with that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. And so they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us when he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found together the eleven and those who were with them, saying, The Lord truly has been raised and has appeared to Simon. And then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. So the Eucharistic encounter that the two disciples have uh, on the road to Emmaus, once they get to the place of their lodging, um, that changes everything. Their encounter with the Lord in the Holy Eucharist changes everything about them. 
And when they recognize that it's him, that it's really, really him, that they can have no other, then they, they, they turn around and they run back exactly where they were running from to begin with and announce to the others what's happened to them, which is what the Holy Spirit does whenever it perfects our passions, right? It, okay. it makes us bold and brave that we could not be naturally on our own, and it propels us to good action so that the, the, the proclamation of the resurrection to the disciples isn't for Cleopas and the other disciples' sake. It's for the sake of the other disciples. They just can't help but do it because of what the Lord has done in them. And it's, uh, it's so beautiful how he recognized them and recognized the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit at the breaking bread, at the real Eucharistic presence of our Savior and Redeemer. How important is the Eucharist for us, Father, and especially in this context of these disciples? Uh, I mean, uh, call my attention, Brotherly, the disciples asked Jesus to stay with them and eat the dinner. Lord, right. we, we are in, in, in clamation to request the Holy Eucharist as the salvation, the fulfillment from God's presence. How important is that, in the spirit, especially in this current time, you know? The Eucharist is, is the essential heartbeat of the life of the church and has been from the very beginning. These accounts from uh, the early life of the church and the resurrection of the Lord recognize very clearly the centrality of the Eucharist. The fact that the Lord is constantly taking bread, blessing it, and breaking it shows that the church saw this from the very beginning, the way that the Eucharistic, the way that the resurrected Lord makes himself present to the church. Um, uh, of course, the, the way that that's been done historically has varied over times, and, and the frequency with which we receive has varied over times. So in some ways, um, the great angst that we feel right now at not being able to receive Holy Communion is, is largely the result of the fact that we live in a time when pretty much everybody receives communion all the time. Correct. And um, we're not, it's hard to know whether that's ever been the case before in the history of the church, right? So, so, so for most of the church's history, we've been a little more reserved with frequency. And that's probably part of what's, what's uh, you know, made, made this seem so piquant. But the reason that our hearts desire it is because we desire the Lord. And, and, and the, more, uh, the more grace we get, the more we want. Um, it's like the perfect drug, right? And so, so the more you get, the more you want, the closer you want to draw to the most concrete, substantial, tangible um, presence of the Lord. And that is going to be found exclusively in the Holy Eucharist. And it's beautiful how for us, when we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, now in a spiritual manner, our hearts are inflamed with love for him because his sacred heart is on fire with love for us. On fire with love, disciples said, and longs and, and longs to ensure that our hearts likewise are set afire. Beautiful, were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scripture to us? That question also is for me in a spiritual manner. Where is the Lord when I have been receiving the real presence? Where I myself, that same presence they left on the road to Emmaus, entered their hearts. When they received the Eucharist. Beautiful piece of the gospel. So, Father, in a spiritual manner, according to your experience about this very eloquent knowing about the Holy Scriptures, how we can encourage our brothers and sisters, especially in this, oh boy, abstinence, holy abstinence, may I say, about right. the Holy Eucharist. You know, the, the, there are three very traditional, very old 
uh, prayers that would be good for people to reacquaint themselves with, the act of faith, the act of hope, and the act of charity. Um, and starting your day with those to really set your own, it's, it's like resetting the default settings on your phone or your computer, right? To set your default settings toward grace, to be disposed to the reception of grace, to be um, uh, lively and responsive to the movements of grace as it stirs in your own hearts, and to be ready to do so uh, when the opportunity for grace makes itself present in the course of the day. Excellent, excellent. Before to end in our program, could you please lead us with the Salve Regina? Because it's amazing encounter also with the presence of our Lady to give us that comfort in the presence of Jesus himself, Father. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercies, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, the poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this veil of tears. Turn, then, our most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary, pray for, for us, us that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Amen. May Almighty God bless you all, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Be not afraid. Thank you, Father PJ. Iowa Catholic Radio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services.